Blog Talk Radio. much nothing much it's been a long time we you know we uh haven't did a show in a minute and that's only a reason because my duties my other duties have stepped up and um and now it's time to get the show on the road but uh we here we in the fact and we glad to see uh those that have uh chose to tune in with us today amen 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 but uh i don't have the boards no more as far as uh, uh, the birthdays and the uh, passings, but uh, those that are celebrating birthdays, we uh, do wish you a happy birthday. My daughter's birthday is tomorrow. So um, I want to say happy 12th uh, birthday to my daughter tomorrow. I know I ain't going to be, I ain't doing no show um, tomorrow. So I want to wish her a happy birthday uh, this day, very special. She's uh, happy to be turning 12. I mean, she just running it in the rug and just, you know, just you, guess what tomorrow is? Guess what tomorrow is? I said, I know, baby. I know it's your birthday. So I'm going to wish um, Jayla Friend, my um, daughter, a happy birthday. Amen. Amen. And, um, and we want to uh, also just send our condolences to those who are uh grieving during this time you know there there has been a, a lot of death lately and um and still a lot of covid related deaths you know what i mean yeah it has been right still a lot of I, I'm, I'm hearing that covid is tearing india up i heard yeah i, I heard they can they get what are you doing in the background man it's Pops and pans rattling and everything going on. You hear all that? Yeah. You might need to sit down with somebody. Something going on in that little head. No, no, I hear noises in your background. That's, I know I hear that. But, you might but, be hearing the Gene Jingle or Menos. You might be hearing the, 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 the coast of Menjo's past. But uh, look. But uh, anyway, uh, what you say? No, go ahead. I ain't say nothing. Oh yeah, keep keep starting with me. You you love you love to start stuff, boy. I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm for it today. I'm really really for it yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, you okay. just looked at your watch and feel like you got pump apart today. What what, what you say? I look I look at. I just don't get, don't get retarded people, man. But um, anyway, anyway, even speaking speaking of death, man, uh, 
that ties into our first um, topic uh, of today. Are we getting too outrageous with how we do funerals? Uh, I, I came... I came across this picture um, in uh, on Facebook of this uh, individual. I guess he was a drummer. If you look on your screen, he was a drummer. And they buried him. I mean, they had his funeral with him propped up behind a drum set with flowers around. Yeah, first time I seen something like that was a couple of years ago. And I said... It was some guy sitting on the couch um, with a forty and some weed. Right. Yeah. That. That. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I. 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 I kind of don't see the reason for funerals. I really don't. Um, especially now. I always said that even before, you know, I started losing people in my family. I, I kind of don't see the. I think funerals make it even more hard to for, to me to you know to just go look at an empty shell of a person. It makes it it makes it hard for for uh, people to agree. Some people it may be different, but for me, I think that's the hardest thing to do, especially when uh, the the casket closed and all that stuff. I think that's the most the hardest thing. That's why I get when people say that they don't go to funerals because they don't want to remember that person like that. And so, but I, I just think more more times than men, just like, man, what is you doing, man? All of that is distracting, whatever you're doing. Um, what you hear? I'm hearing all kinds of shuffling and, and loud noises, and it's lighting the mic up. Um, uh, it, I think it makes it. I think it makes it even more hard in the uh, grieving process to uh, know that you know looking at a shell. But the one thing that um, that surprised me, the first funeral that my kids went to uh, was my grandfather, and and I remember going to my first funeral as a kid. Scared I was to approach the casket, and um, but I allowed. But at this my grandfather's funeral my kids actually came up to the casket they touched them um my kids kissed kissed them on the forehead and and all of that and it surprised me and then my daughter was like if he feels like a shell i said yeah he's not there no more you know so i mean there could be arguments for funerals and not what do you feel on that I don't know. Um, first funerals, I haven't been. To, when I was younger, I, I went to a lot, of, a lot of funerals. You know, since I've been a grown, grown man, I haven't been to too many funerals. Because mm. okay. I hear about a funeral, I just won't go. So, so do it have to be? Do it have to be uh, for you to go? Do it have to be somebody that so that that was so special to you for you to go? Or do you, or just say, just say if uh, if it was a person that um, that you was real tight with and you just wanted to go just to show support, because there was a lot of funerals yeah, I went. Cause, yeah, because yeah, um, that's what funerals are about to me. It's about supporting, you know, the people that's been left behind. Yeah. And um, but the funerals lately, I don't really care about none of the people, so. Wow. I'm trying to support you. Wow. That's, man, that's one to grow on. That's one to grow on, brother. I just, I, I'm, just being truthful. You, you can't say um, you got family members or friends that you just can care less if they hollering and screaming and pulling all out. You know, um, like, this this past uh, couple of days, my daughter just reminded me too. Today, she was like, you know, uh, not only did she bring up her birthday, but this time last year was my grandmother's funeral, and my, and my um, today was my grandmother's funeral last last year, 
So my daughter, she remembered it. She said, I remember this because uh, grandma, grandma's funeral was the day before my birthday. And she, she rem- and, and it's funny how kids just, you know, uh, bring it up because I had totally forgot all about it. But it's just, this marks the anniversary kind of like um, two years for my grandfather and a year for my grandmother. But the thing is, uh, a lot of people ask me, um, are you interested in going to, um, are you going to go see their grave site? And the only reason really I wanted to see the grave site is because I haven't been there. I haven't seen the tombstone personally. And I know the only way I'm going to see it is to go, you know, look, of course, my mother let me pick all the word wording and stuff on the, on the uh, tombstone. So I want to go um, see, see for myself it not because I'm not really a cemetery person. I'm not that type that, that wants to go down to a cemetery. You don't want to see, that's about what you're going to see, the person is not in the body anymore. Right. So what's the, there's no reason for uh, to go to a, 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 a cemetery. That's what I always say to myself. And, and I think this is the reason why so many, so many people just choose to get cremated. You know what I'm saying? My auntie, my auntie uh, was just, was cremated, you know? Uh, this is the last funeral, but we do, of course, we do have plots. We got we got plots right now, and um, the funny we got family plots. My grandparents bought when I was like a teenager, and the funny thing is, the cemetery that the plots is in, they over there doing some shady stuff now. Uh, Janine, I forgot. I'm a, I'm gonna bring that up the next uh, show. Janine shot me a video of. Uh, I think this was uh, uh, Gethsemane or Mount Olive Cemetery in Detroit, right on uh, Gratiot and Connor. And they're digging up people's bodies and moving them. And uh, it was just a thing where um, people have, a, a family just found out that the plot they were visiting didn't even have their loved one in it. And then they had uh, caught these people on camera uh, moving people's bodies that have been there for years, you know, just moving them around and, and people not even sure if their loved ones are in those plots. So um, it, it's, it's, it's a shady thing. And come to find out that the city owns the cemetery. So it's like, you know, who do you really, you know, get with on that? You can't, you know, can you personally sue the city? What well, you know, I, I know a lot of people got a lot of questions and you know answers and questions to uh, to be you know dealt with. But I just saw this and I just thought this was just ridiculous. I seen uh, another one where a guy was, uh, I guess he was a video gamer and they and they had him propped up in his chair with the video game. Uh, yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah. Then they have one that, of them. So all that stuff is uh, is a waste of money. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, like a lot of a lot of the people that mm. do a funeral, so if you would have spent that money or that much time to show that you care, they probably wouldn't be dead. <laughs> you know what? It's funny, but it's true. It's it's funny, but it's true, and that's what kind of like kill me with with some people. You know what I'm saying? I just keep in mind that that we all don't, you know, time kind of like takes people, certain people away from, you know, like seeing people the way they want to see them, and certain things. Life, you know, you be trying to survive yourself. Like I, I really didn't have no regret with my grandparents. But, of course, we all wish we could have, you know, when people leave, we all wish that we can, uh, we would have spent a little bit more time or the last minutes or stuff like that with them. But I think, you know, and I regretted that so bad with my grandfather because, you know, um, it was so weird, like, when he passed, you know, my, um, my, my mother had called me and she told me that, she told me that um, the doctors had said my grandfather had three days to live, right? So, because he was already placed, placed like in hospice. But, you know, the, the type of hospice he was in, the thing was he wasn't eating. 
you know, and they wouldn't, they couldn't feed him or nothing. He was getting skinny. And, um, and so I still couldn't perceive death for my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? I still wasn't accepting it because the last time I saw him, you know, um, I gave him communion. The last time he was living, I gave him communion and we, we started know with the blood and all that. And, and I, I kissed my grandfather on the forehead and I let him know. I said, granddad, I love you. And he told me, be of good cheer. And those are the last words my grandfather said to me. And then I left. And then the next thing you know, a week later, my brother was like, hey, they say granddad got three, three days to live. And then I, when I heard that, I ran back up to the nursing home. And this time he was in a transitioning phase. And, I, and that shocked me from the last time I saw him to that time. He had went into transition where he, you know, he was he was just there and he wasn't saying nothing. He was like in a coma, just and he was doing that that breathing that you know that kind of gurgle type breathe like you do about mm. the You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, and that t- like tore me up. So I'm just like, like wow, dude. But but anyway, yeah, they 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 do get do too much outrageous things with these these funerals, but, uh, you know, my thing is, I, I don't even want my family to grieve. Like if, when I go, I just, I, I, I really don't even want no funeral. You don't? I, I really don't want no funeral. I just want my, I, I, I just would want my, my family to just like, you know, people to console my family and just tell them that it's going to be all right. And, you know, and, and just you know, I I, I just wouldn't want it, you know, because that that that'd be I just because the hurt, you know what I'm saying, the hurt that it transpired. My kids have haven't felt that type of hurt of loss yet. They haven't felt that, so mm-hmm. I don't know how they would react, you know. And I just wouldn't want, I just wouldn't want them. Sometimes it's misery. Sometimes. Uh, the music and everything just, just, just be tearing you up on the inside. Just listening to you know, sad slow songs and stuff like that. But anyway, do you remember the first the first funeral you cried at? Yeah, yep. First first funeral I cried at was was my brother, my stepbrother, when I was up at Northwood when he died, and I and I and I came mm-hmm. home. And when I first found out he had died, that was like when Emmanuel found out about his sister up there. And about a couple of days later, I found out about my brother. And I was on my way. I remember I had to catch the Greyhound back. And, man, I was crying all the way on the Greyhound coming back to Detroit. And I was just like, like wow, I just couldn't believe it, you know. And um, and that was the first one, first funeral I cried at, you know. And it was a... <laughs> And so, you know, but it's it's, it's like the, the most surprised thing is that I was able to get through that. Uh, I, I cried at his, and then by the time when my grandfather hit me, I think I cried so much that when my grandmother uh, died, I cried a little bit, but I didn't cry as much as I did when my grandfather passed because I was, you know, uh, I I had strength enough to, you know, to kind of like deal with it now, you know, because that was like that that real turning point in my life. But um, but thanks be to God, man. I just you know, uh, but how it, how anybody ever deals with uh, death, hey, you know, God bless you, and I and I hope you know whatever you do kind of gets you through that grief process, how it gets you through, you know. Um, our next um topic topic I want to get into, and it, that's the uh, the Andrew Brown case. It said the family of uh, Andrew Brown are requesting the body cams of, of the police. Now, now all these police shootings that's going on right now, you know, all the, the cases, I mean, people thought that just because uh, your boy Chauvin got convicted of George Floyd that this thing was going to, it seemed like it's picking up. And like you said, it could be to bring some type of media attention to, or, you know, just spark some movement or whatever it is. But uh, at first, it seemed like the cops were being 
a little bit more transparent. But what I think is going to happen right now, because uh, Chauvin was basically uh, convicted more on the video cam footage. That video cam footage really did him in. So I think a lot of cops now are going to start running that, oh, the video camera, the video body cams wasn't working or, or you know, or, you know, just all the times that they're not going to be as transparent as they were being. Remember that all this talk about, yes, we want to be transparent. But these uh, cops right here, they are stalling uh, police department. They are stalling giving the... Um, the dog on uh, video footage, and um, we do, I do have the video on this, and let's talk. We're gonna talk a little bit more about it. As that they will support the release of all of those videos, maybe as many as eight body camera videos, on top of the fact that there are likely some dash cam videos. But in North Carolina, it requires a judge to order the release. The sheriff's department here does point out that under the state law. They can blur faces. So if and when that video is ordered to be released to the family and eventually to the public, it's likely that we will see a blurred face on the deputies who are there. Meantime, the family here says that they expected to get some transparency, some accountability, and some truth, none of which they've gotten. And while they've seen that one clip that they watched over and over more than 20 times and concluded, as you heard, that this is not just to them. In fact, it's the biggest injustice they see. We had an opportunity to speak to the one eyewitness to all of this. I should point out that she lives catacorny across the street from the victim here and that she is related through marriage to the victim. But this is what she had to say about what she saw as it unfolded. He was sitting in his car, and about that time, the police had pulled up behind him, and he started to drive off, and they started shooting, and you could see mud swinging up on the side of his house everywhere, and they... I can't do it. She talking like... uh like she reading reading the Floyd Mayweather book or something. Um, my my thing is is this, and I I think these police shootings are kind of most some of them are calculated because it's funny that mostly all the people that are getting uh, shot and killed have criminal records some kind of shady little past or criminal records and stuff like that. And that that's for the majority of the cases. You, of course, we have but people... You, let, me, let me ask you a question, okay? Okay. Do you think this, that shooting was justified? No. I, see, it's it's hard to say because they only showed, gave the family 20 seconds of a video clip. So we didn't see... Right. You know what I'm saying? So we don't even know what truly in the in the footage didn't even really show anything but for for me right. we could we could speculate that because uh if it was justified why he got holes in the back of his head he got shot in the back of his head right. his back so it's like we we don't know we can't speculate you know but i i, I realize because i would say this um and and i don't want to sound facetious i would say if most of them, I, I, I know what you're going to come behind me and say, too. Uh, if if some of them would have just, you know, you got a warrant, the police grab you, you know what's been going on in the news and what's been going on in our world. Don't fight. Don't flee. Take that air. But, yeah, think about this, too. Uh-oh. You in the criminal criminal um, gang, right? Yeah. You doing something you ain't supposed to be doing. There's some cops with a gun tell you don't run, don't move. The first thing you do is run. I don't know if you ever got chased by the police before. No. But when you see the the cops, first thing you do, like when you're doing stuff and you ain't got no business, you know if you get caught, you're going to jail. The first thing you're gonna do is run. Because you're doing something wrong, 
that don't that don't mean you're supposed to get a death sentence. That's not a death sentence is not jail time or probation. It's it's the end of, of everything. That's the end of your existence. Okay, let me let and, me ask let me ask you this mm-hmm. then. The young man that that the other young man, I forgot his name. The one that was killed uh, right down the street from the courthouse with George Floyd. Uh, the cops had him in handcuffs, getting ready to take him to jail, and he bust free and and jumped in the ride and j- jumped in the ride. Do you do you see that as a wrong action? What do we tell these young men? That's you know. What do we tell oh, young you, you know what you tell you know what you tell them the same thing I was told as a teenager the police will kill you mhm and th- that's the truth they will kill you they won't read you any rights won't shoot you in the arm or the leg like the movies they will shoot you in your head mhm the police mm-hmm. will kill you that's what i hate about the youth they act like this is a game. Yes. That's still that's still a man with a gun. You know what I'm saying? A white racist dude with a gun. He will murder you. Right. And and that's all I'm saying. I'm not in no way justifying what happened. You know, but I'm just I, I would just uh say to um people like you already know what's stacked against us. You already know if you do something that's uh, considered um, suspicious, then and you make a sudden move, then that's a death sentence. We already yeah, know because we the streets the streets have rules. If you don't know how to, you don't know the rules of the streets. Get the hell out the streets. Right, right. Because the streets got rules, for real. You ever been in the car? Uh, have you ever been in a stolen car? But okay, when you're in a stolen car, when you see a cop. The last, the first thing somebody tell you is, don't turn, look, look at the cop, don't be looking all scared, stop moving around. Mm-hmm. We learn about it's rules that you learn. Hey, put your, you in a stolen car, put your hat on uh, frontward. You don't walk, you don't ride around with your hat backwards with the music up. You see, or you see the cops. I'm talking about even when you ain't, ain't in a stolen car when you're black, you see the cops, you automatically cut the music down. Right, right. You 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 don't want to give them any reason to, to bother you. Cut the right. music down. Right. Stop looking at the police. What you looking at the police for? So it, it, it's just like I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just the scary part, and it's not per se for well for for me too because it could. Because it don't even matter uh, nowadays. When, when was the last time you was even pulled over or stopped by a cop? Uh, a couple of years ago. I got. Oh. I don't even want to talk about it. A couple of years ago, some more racist bull crap. And, and, and you know what? I, and, and thanks, thanks be to God because uh, it's more likely that we will run into a lot more traffic stops in our life. And in and it all depends on what type of cop you run into, and you know. And, and I have luck- never, I have never got pulled over by a white cop and not got a ticket. Never. Are you serious? Never. Never, ever, ever have that happened. The worst experience of a cop that I had was with a black cop. That's the worst experience, a black cop. The last cop that pulled me over was a young white cop, and the only thing he the only thing he did he he stopped me because my um my headlights were going were, were kept flickering on and off, and, and and uh and I was on my way home and I he was like you know why I stopped you I said no I didn't honestly I didn't know, and he said your headlight, he said did um, you say no or no. I, I said no. I did. I, I didn't. I said no. He was like, "No, sir. No, sir. Did you do the slave scare slave voice?" <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had no reason to. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, just being because I'm not a, I, I'm not a criminal. So the thing is, and so the thing was, I had to re, I had to let him know 
um, that I was a, a CPL holder. And that's what the scary part was for me, was letting them know, yeah, I do have a gun, you know, and, it, and he what said, what did you use? I said, uh, sir, I'm a CPL holder. I said, I do have a gun. You said it like that? Oh, did you say yeah. Look, yeah. No, I'm man. part of the NRA, okay, buddy? <laughs> Shut up. Hey, hey, I was part like, of the I said, same family. I said, my gun is in my uh, glove holster. He said, he said, uh, what kind of gun do you have? I said, Smith & Wesson 9 millimeter. He said, do you like it? I said, yeah. Be frisky? I, I, Be frisky? No. no. I didn't get out the car. He said, your lights? He said, he said, go home, take care of it. And have a good day. God bless you. And let me go. He ain't in first year. You you do that at Palmer Park. You get French. But anyway, man, I I, I ain't messing with you, man. We about to we about to um, go a, to commercial. That's a, that's a commercial. nice little twenty two that you have. We gonna go to commercial and then we're gonna um, get into our topic. We have a jury business. Uh, Jazzy Jewelry. We sell $5 jewelry, uh, $5 bling, $5 um, uh, jewelry for all types of occasions. Um, it's $5 plus tax. Um, it's paparazzi jewelry, nickel-free, lead-free. Um, so if you have any allergies or anything like that, um, this is the perfect um, jewelry line to um, have in your inventory. Um, we ship um, we accept cash app, um, and we will also um, meet within city limits uh, for drop-offs. Um, it's good for um, uh, $20 or more. Um, these will make perfect gifts for anniversary, Christmas coming up, even sweet to face mm-hmm. um, uh, pieces, um, or just even uh, just to have in your personal inventory uh, to wear um, we have uh, all kinds of styles of jewelry. So if you're interested, you can take a look on Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. I'll post the link in the comments, or you can inbox me uh, directly, and I can um, show you what I have and give you a, a personal tour uh, of what we have on um, Messenger. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Our topic for today. And this is a good topic for satellite. Extra age not to be crucified. Amen. Extra age not to be Look, so I know we need a new commercial. I just this commercial down, down. But anyway, that uh, it pertains to anything in your life. What what are you what are you too old to be doing right now in your life? That or or what are you? As immature now, the older you get, what do you see that that you shouldn't be doing or 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 participating in now uh, at your age? Um, that's the question. So um, we're gonna explore into that right now on the Fat Cat Show, and hopefully um, we'll get some comments. And if you want to comment, that number is six four six. Five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Make sure you press that one if you want your comment heard right here. So, um, man, that's that's the question right now. What do you think? Say arguing with people. I, I think I think arguing is, is just a. I think you're gonna always have that type of stuff happening. I think some people are just passionate about you know certain things they say you know sometimes I, I i as much as i try to stay away from arguing sometimes passion pour out that that passion that you have pour out and you try to you know and you try to be diplomatic as much as you can but i just hate when people try to play you for a fool you know and and that's one of the things i think that that leads people into um arguing but it, yeah, it, it should get to a point where you learn to control your emotions and and you know all of that. What do you think, uh, Satellite, about that? I think um, having sex with no foreplay. I, man, I'm talking about arguing with people. <laughs> I'm just talking about arguing. Uh, 
If you have a sex, you ain't got time to be arguing. See, about arguing with people. You know what? Arguing don't even matter if you don't care. You don't even really argue with people that you care about. Because um, if I don't care about you, what I look like arguing with you for what? I don't care if it. The, the end result is um, you look like the winner, or if I look like the winner. Who cares? But I'm, I'm saying I'm this. Trying to... You know, an argument can simply be this: somebody accusing you of something. Now, you well, know, it's, what I'm... A, it's up to you to explain yourself. Why would you explain yourself to somebody? I, okay, say this: you you go and you mind your own business and just say, um, uh. You, let's say you in some place like Walmart or grocery store, and a security person come up and he are, he said, "Hey, I saw you steal something, and you know you didn't steal nothing." And, and you like you know, and he like, man, you know, man, check your pockets. I need to check your pockets. So th- then you but go. What you, if you got biker shorts on, dude? Act the age, not your shoe size, man. Jesus, you can't stay you can't stay serious for a minute, dude. I am serious. I'm sorry. What if you want to check you? Hey, you got some You got and you got some biker shorts on with a camel toe. You know, anything could be happening. I'm gonna let you finish, man. <laughs> Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. That's it, but. As far as um, what you too old for, I don't know, explaining yourself to somebody that you really don't care about or even being bothered with somebody you, you don't care about. Because we did stuff like that when we was young. Mm-hmm. We would be bothered with people because we just wanted some cakes or something. As you get older, you like, man, the cakes ain't even worth it. But but do you get my point of of – when you're accused of something that, that, you know, just that scenario right there. Somebody say, because I remember like something similar happened to me at work when a lady said that I snatched her purse and I was, you know, and and they, they kind of like brought me out to, for the lady, she said a, 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 a bald head, light skinned security officer snatched her purse. So it was only two light-skinned bald head guys on the ship at the time. And they put put me, like, in sort of a lineup. So this lady, and and I came to the spot where the lady was, and all I didn't know what the hell was happening. They didn't explain to me what was so, going on. So we ain't talking about relationship stuff, right? We talking about anything, you know, anything that kind of oh, like, okay. you know. So this lady pointed me pointed me out. And she's like, all I saw was a finger pointing at me. And I was like, what the hell is going on? He said, um, this lady is accusing you of snatching her purse. And I said, what the, what the, hell, what the hell I look like snatching a, somebody's damn purse for? And then next thing you know, a couple of minutes later, her friend comes out, comes to her, and she left her purse in the car and uh, gave it to her. And, and you talk well, why about she why she say somebody snatched it up? That, that's she what from. That, yeah, that's what pissed me off. So I was like, and then the mere fact that my job would put me in a position where I was being humiliated. You know, I, they had me standing there looking, you know, explain to me what I'm going into. Don't have me looking dumb. Standing there looking dumb, that pissed me off. So I was so after well, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of stuck. What's the topic again? It is uh, actual actual age. Well, we we talking about where it got into uh, when the mean queen said arguing with people. She too old to. She said I'm too old to be going back and forth with people. And so when I when I got through going through that situation, man, I was cussing some supervisors out. I was I was pissed. I like man, don't yeah. ever. Put me in no damn lineup for no damn. I said that's beyond that. 
that's below my character, dude. You already know I've been here. You said all that? Yeah. I said, man, I've been here for, for um, at that time, sure, I was there about 10 years. Like, man, I've been here yeah. too long, dog. I ain't, I ain't take a penny off a dog on, pick a penny up off the flow, dude, without, you know, don't, don't even play me like that. Hmm. You told you know? me now. So, but I'm just saying, so it, it's just, it's just a lot of things. I think, I think. I think two dudes are too old to be wearing ponytails. You said what? Dudes are too old to be wearing ponytails. You know what I said? And this is for real. Dudes around my age, they're in their 40s, still wearing chains outside their shirt. <laughs> like they're in the rap video or something. I'm like, man, what's wrong with you? You, 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 you don't think what you think the chains... That's too old. That's, Terrence, you, well, you get a certain age, you, you get you supposed you supposed to have sense of your head. Now, come on now. What what so, kind of woman gonna look at you tomorrow? Ooh, he got a nice chain on. What's up with him? So what? He's supposed to tuck his chain in. He's supposed to have it outside the show. No, he ain't supposed to have it on. How about that? <laughs> Dog, what's up with an old man wearing a chain, dude? No, oh. now, now if if now an old man in some Jordans, all that silly stuff. I just see old men in Jordans with the chain with the cross on the outside of his shirt. I'm like, man, this dude living in the '90s or something. What's wrong with him? You know, uh, or or the the old man that wears his kids' clothes, or old man with a hat. And you could tell you. Turn to the back. You know what? I got a friend that does that right now. I'm talking about this dude, like, 47 years old, be wearing his hat to the back. And I told him before, I said, look, man, you too old to be walking around with your hat turned to the back. And he said, look, I'm going to be me. Almost like he got mad. I said, oh, well. Wow. You got to let people be themselves. I'm going to ask me and Queen. Do you do you what do you think about uh uh a per a older person that wears their hat to the back? Huh? Did they say how old are we talking forty seven? Can you be forty seven still wear your hat to the back? Yeah, I get to fifty. Said to fifty. Dang, what but what if they what if they, <laughs> But what if they still look like a cool, vibrant, like uh, old person? No, what 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 she should have said was, "Look, I don't I don't know I don't look at no other men but you, baby." That's what she should have said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she did? You know what she did to me when when I turned four? What was that? What forty two or something? You you didn't want me wearing jerseys no more. She made me get rid of all my jerseys. She was like, "Man, you, you wearing jerseys for?" Yeah, she was uh, looking out for you because I know you was dressed like you was in '92. Look, it is satellite. Satellite said about the the chain, about uh, wearing chains. I, I, outside the shirt, we ain't talking about no big. Uh, gold truck, gold uh, rope like Biz Mark did back in the day, you know. But he said, because I see a lot of old men, I guess that's the even some old ministers that still wear the ch- the chains outside. They have about four chains on across their tie going down. So to me, uh, chains are more to me like an old person thing <laughs> than anything. Yeah, you're an old person, right? <laughs> you yeah, he, she heard you. <laughs> that's that's all right. So so, what else is uh? The, as long as you ain't wearing two chains. So is it is it uh, uh is it? Do you get to a point where you can't uh, an age where you can't be look, bumping music in your car? Look, look when I was um. 
younger, I used to wear a nice big chain with a charm on it all the time. I used to wear jewelry all the time. I, I matured. I got older. I'm like, I'm wearing this bull crap for. I stopped wearing that stuff like that. Can you be 50, 50 40 something years old still bumping music in your car? That's your car. You can play whatever you want to. I'm talking about how do it look? But as, as you get older, as you get older, you know what you do. You you know why you don't uh, play the loud music? Because, because you start thinking to yourself, uh, the ambulance might be coming. The police might be behind me. I need <laughs> to hear what the hell is going on around here. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's me too. Big, big That's almost like uh, like somebody calling you two o'clock in the morning when you're young. You're like, ooh, there must be some might be some cakes. Two o'clock in the morning, somebody called me. Now I'm like, either somebody in jail or somebody just dead. Somebody they calling me, telling me somebody just dead, and my heart is beating fast. <laughs> Big Queen said, "Yes, music gives music gives you life." You know, uh, she said, "So it's nothing wrong with bumping music, but what if you start bumping that that hardcore hardcore stuff you used to listen to when you was young? Like, ooh." You get you get nostalgia and just want to go back in the day, like you know, because a lot of a lot of people they get older, they relive they 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 uh, old youthful day. You know, they get nostalgia. I don't know. know? I, I don't turn to old man. You can't um, even drive next to me with your music up real loud. I get upset. I'm like, you know, like everybody need to hear about what's going on in your car. I don't want to hear that crap. So, what do you, what do you think about uh, as far as uh, in the realms of dating, uh, in a relationship, how you conduct yourself in, at a mature level on your date? Like, uh, like, would you walk around with? You know, not with like with your hands in your uh, purse's back pockets and stuff like that. Is that too old? You know, is that like? I don't know if that's too old. I think women, no matter what age, will like that. Especially if you got your hands in their pocket and you gripping that booty. <laughs> well, you silly man. I, well, so what? What do you? What do you find that? This, oh. Well, too old to be smacking them in the on the butt in in public, huh? No, you're never too old for that. Women really love that. You got to make what, it jiggle a little bit. What 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 do you think, Mean Queen? Is that is that uh, is that too uh, too you know a person outgrow should be outgrowing that? What about uh what about high top fade? Are oh, you thinking about growing one? Hell no. <laughs> I'm about to roll up, roll up to the scene with my silly missing. <laughs> <laughs> I know when dating, you know, you know was uh was played out. What you too old for? I don't know what? if you did this when you were real young. Try to do it for a long time. You get older. <laughs> you get older. You do 15 minutes, you think that's a long time. Like, this ain't no competition, baby. <laughs> go, go make me a sandwich. Well, you silly, man. I, I, I don't know, well, man. I, I'm for I, real. I'm but for, I, I, can you remember when you was young, you, you would be like, I'm about to wear her out. You get older, man, your stomach muscles start hurting. Your back start hurting. You start looking around like you're looking for somebody in the crowd to break up the fight. Do you do you think you, you ever get too old for for going to the club, bar hopping? Is bar hopping? To, it, oh, of uh, course. Man, past ten o'clock, I'm sleeping at the bar. I'm at the <laughs> bar with my head down. <laughs> Dang, you ain't lying. I can't stay up more for damn even no more. <laughs> I'm sitting at the computer sleep. <laughs> well, I can remember the last last time I got a two o'clock in the morning call. I cussed that girl out so bad. I said, "Man, what the f is wrong with you? Calling me at no two o'clock in the morning?" I, then I heard myself. I said, "Man, what kind of old man is this?" 
man. What can you do? You just, I mean. They want to, them, them younger girls, they want to uh, call you after the bar closed and all that silly stuff. Like, no, nah, you go where you usually go. Don't you ain't stopping over here at no 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, that's that's what you, that's what we got to got to uh, look forward to, huh? Just that's what you got to look forward to. I, I can remember being out. I wouldn't even drink at the bar or the club at one o'clock in the morning. Like it's too early. Then I started drinking. Now I have to balance it out. If I have a drink, it, it's got to be about what seven o'clock. So about ten o'clock, I know I'm gonna be ready to go. But don't. But let me ask this. I know, and I know it's a limit to everything. But is it wrong to keep a young, vibrant side to yourself? You know, just like about yourself, just to have some kind of. Just say, you know, you have. Um, you know, the older you get, you go. Uh, hopefully in life you have grandkids and stuff like that. And you don't want to be that old. Get off my lawn. Don't but but one thing about it is doing young stupid stuff don't make you young. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, like yeah. these women they get they they're in their forties get a piercing in their eyebrows or their nose. Like that don't make you look young. It just make look like some type of old crackhead. What you, what you walking around with just going to get a, a a piercing in your nose or a tattoo on your neck? Well, oh, look, it makes you look stupid. An old, old man still acting like he a pimp. That's a, that's another. Like, man, when I was your age, I had about the 30th. But 30. Did you know what that old man got? You know what he can still get? A what? young girl that's looking for the, uh, somebody that thinks they're a pimp because he cashing out. You got to pay to be an old pimp. That ain't free. Right. But it's just the the mentality. Like, I, I remember looking at a lot of the old men at at uh, Greektown. They used to talk silly like that. And I remember it was this one old guy, man, up there. And and he had he had, he had a young girl that he was paying. He was a transit cop. He had a young girl... He used to come up there and he used to be paying her and he ended up getting her pregnant. And I remember he thought he he thought that was the life. He he was smiling every time he seen her, but she was every time she came up there to visit him, she always he always had to give her money. And he just was smiling. He he thought he was big nut, not the big nut, you know, like, oh, I got me a baby back, but and and you you look like an old fool, but now this man dead, and that baby's still around, and still around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe like twelve. Well, the guy like got to be like twelve years old by now. Now and you dead. He did. Yeah, he died. He was a big guy. He oh. got you know. Big guy had a heart attack. Well, he was getting them young cakes, though, wasn't he? <laughs> but but what did he get him? <laughs> Some young cakes that got him what everybody gonna get. Everybody gonna die. So you might as well get you some young cakes. Man, anybody think about the you see, and that's another thing. When you when you when you get to the when you get older you don't think about think about sex like you used to. You don't think on that level. That's what like, Viagra is for. That's what Viagra is for. Not even just just you know you sewing down your libido going down and the stuff like that, but it's like you don't it's not you don't prioritize it like you did when you were young. You know what's the guy honest honest um, truth about me? As I got older, you know what I just can't do no more. What? This is the truth. Wear condoms. We we talked about that a lot too. As far as that, because you know you, because remember when you were when you were younger, what? Shoot, you could you could uh, when you know you was having sex, you could undress zero to six seconds, you know, you know. But when you get older, shoot, your knees hurt. Take you a while to get your pants down. All this, take them back just to take your damn shoe off and take a half hour. 
And you, and you, you better hope you better wear some flip flops over there. You and you, and you and you better hope hope you don't fall asleep while doing that. You know, so it, yeah. It, How about you? Oh, you gotta wear a condom. It's like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. See, that's well, that's stuff that make you get in a relationship. You know, I, I used to be able to just this one man like it was nothing. Now you get a you get one. You keep her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You keep her. It's a crazy thing. I just, you know, I know it's certain things that, you know, um, let's get into the the hobby phase. Is it certain things like you you supposed to outgrow as hobbies? Like like some people you see they they have. Uh, some people that 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 were that like remote control cars as as kids, they still grew up with these habits. Do you think that's? that's uh, yeah, like a lot of some people, they still trying to rap. They almost about fifty years old. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, what do you think about that? That's too. Uh, it's time to give it up, baby. You know what? And and not to poke fun at him, but I was just telling my wife this. I saw a video just surfaced of, um, and it was it was last year, uh, September twenty twenty, a black Rob rapping that some kind. It looked almost like a a talent show or something, auditorium. He he, he, he looked like uh, Gary Coleman on the mic. Yeah, man, he looked like, you know, of course, you know he. he he had that old look, that same old look to him, and, and he was rapping over the music, and it just looked like an old man rapping. You, you know who I was just shocked about? What? Kind of messed me up. Shocked G. Oh, yeah. I said that. Remember, you, you kind of got on me about the drug the drug thing. It, you, yeah, you but... Got, um. I, I still can't find any articles saying he died of a drug overdose or anything that had to do with drugs. I have found something about that. I know his his closest uh uh first uh his um his bodyguard and best friend confirmed that he had a drug problem for years. But then I read an article where his sister came out and revealed that yeah he was he was uh methamphetamines. He was on meth. Mm. And that that's what really shocked me, meth. I said, man, you went you you ain't even get a rich man drug. You know, not that it mattered anyway, but anyway, man. We wanna thank everybody for um tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I know there's a lot of things out here that uh, that seem like you're too, too old to be doing and, and all of that, but I think if it's not malicious, if it's not a malicious hobby or, or anything like that, live your life. You know, live your life. If it's not harming nobody or or, or things like that, because, hey, who am I to tell you what you shouldn't do? You know? But what you say? what you say, satellite? Sorry. I just hiccuped. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Now, 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 now what? Is Curtis Blow too old to keep doing? Rah. You know? Rah. <laughs> is, he, is he too old to be doing that? I saw him in the interview last time talking about... Uh, Okay, right, right, quick before we run out. Being too old to, to be talking about the, the good old days—is is that? Is that play? Old be talking about where the holes at? Where the holes at? <laughs> but anyway, y'all, uh, <laughs> get up out of here. Peace. Peace.